And uh, good afternoon. You, you, you've joined us on uh, Wednesday afternoon. Uh, we went in to see Tarantino's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood on Friday morning. Uh, we've just come out because it's a short film. Um, I'm joined once again by the, uh, the lovely, the excellent, the wonderful Mr. Will Turner. Thank you very much. Hello. And uh, we are again attempt, attempt in some way, shape or form to pick the bones out of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood without spoiling anything and without swearing and trying to make sense of what we've just seen. Um, I feel it would be harsh to go, you go first. I feel that would be passing the buck. No, but I'm, I'm happy to give this a shot. Off you go then, sir. Run right. So, the best way I think to look at this, this is Quentin Tarantino's ultimate history of Hollywood. And I think if you put it on that level, you'll enjoy it. I think okay. the problematic elements are definitely there if you don't like problematic elements. There are a few of those. But equally, there's some really cool stuff. If you like cars, if you like feet, which Tarantino definitely does. <laughs> there are feet. Yeah, indeed. Um, lots. There's lots of stuff in there to like. There's yes. lots of stuff in there to not like. Yes. And there's lots of stuff in there where you think, what is that? <laughs> there's a lot of that. There was like a lot of that. Um... I'm gonna I'm gonna start with my immediate thing that I walked away from with that, which is we're still in the Western phase. Yeah. Without a shadow of a doubt. He likes the Western. And that whole film is a Western. Pretty much. Even accounting for all the bits that are shot as Westerns and all the rest of it, the whole film start to finish, stylized, the way it's shot, the way it's cut, is a Western. Yeah, it, it is that whole thing of golden era Hollywood yep. combined with the Western, yep. combined with, again, sort of fantasising about that particular period. There's a little bit of, like, the, like I say, a little bit of the 60s in there, there's a little bit of counterculture. Yep. But, yeah, for the most part, it does still very much feel like he's getting, this whatever this thing is, he's getting it out of his system before he does Star Trek. It does feel that way, doesn't it? It does sort of yeah. feel like a, a clearing the deck. There were about three films he wanted to make. Yeah. And he went, shove it, stuck it in a blender. Yeah. And off he went. Well, well, the, ru- well the rumour is, well, I think Tarantino's talked about this. I don't know how true this is. I don't know how literal he is about this. Is this idea that he's going to retire after ten films. Like, he's going to do his ten films. Yeah. And then after that, I don't know, he's going to go off on a ranch somewhere, presumably. But... Yeah, it does kind of feel like a lot of indulgent... This feels very indulgent. That doesn't necessarily make it bad. I just want to make that clear. But it's indulgent. I have two numb buttocks. I would suggest it's bad. Uh, (laughs) Just just pausing for a second. Normally we do this in the lobby of our local multiplex. Unfortunately, there are people and children in that bit. So we came into the coffee section just as someone decided to grind every last bean they could find. Um, I, I understand... I mean, he's a, he's a Hollywood geek, he's a film geek, we know this. This yeah. is no secret. And he's thrown every last thing he can find at the screen. Every yeah. last car, every last poster, every last film reference. Yes. The thing I don't understand is why we needed the Sharon Tate element. That's exactly what I was going to say, and I fully agree. I think, I think you could fictionalise it and no one would care. Yeah, this is it. Because it kind of... I began to think... We were telling the story of, oh, other stuff happened on the same night. 
kind of thing. And I, it, I don't understand why he's bolted it on to that point in Hollywood it, history. It's a, it's a bizarre one. And like I said, with the exception of sticking in certain cameos, which, again, I'm not going to spoil, but if you've seen the trailers, you know of yeah. at least one of them. You get a full set. Yeah, and I think the problem is, is that you then end up annoying people that you don't really need to annoy. Yeah. Totally. Like, there's no point. Yeah. Um, I also think, in a very unsubtle way, the Weinstein scandal yes. is being played out, because... I, I don't think I'm going to spoil anything by saying this. There is very much a pro Me Too message in one key scene, but there is also a very problematic approach towards the female form in the final act. Yes, I think I think there's like I said, that's the most tactful way you could put it. <laughs> I was tiptoeing through that like you would not believe. It's, it's like you can't ignore it, and that's mm. the difficult thing. It's like you can't spoil it. No, but you have to say something as well. Yeah, because he's he's kind of gone. Look, look, we're all woke here, guys, and then he's basically gone. Now nah, we're not. I was kidding. Yeah. <laughs> like, no. Hashtag lol. Yeah, exactly. But I think. Let's, let's look at the positives. Yeah, it, there are plenty it, of positives. It looks fantastic. Yeah, it's a gorgeous film. One quick thing, without giving anything away. Have you seen um, The Santa Clarita Diet? I haven't, but I know of it. You know the guy who's in it? Who's now in this? I, I think I would know if, if I saw him. Yeah, yeah uh, the cowboy bit. Yeah. Was yeah, there yeah. a point where it seemed to jump? There was some definite... I think there were some deliberate jump cuts. Thank you. Yes. That's why I wanted to... It felt... The first one was like, hang on, what's going on? And then it happened again. Like, oh, right, you're doing it deliberately because it's all yeah, the I, time. I think, I think it was to reflect that kind of spaghetti western, choppy editing style. Yeah, I and then changing the reels type thing. Right, yeah. OK, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I mean, again, this goes back to what we were saying earlier. It's indulgent. And I don't mind saying it's indulgent. But then again, Pulp Fiction had indulgent moments. I don't mind saying that. I love Pulp Fiction, but even then I can... It as indulgent, though. I have to say, this feels like he really has just gone, I don't care. Yeah, and I can kind of understand it. He's at the point in his career where he can do that. Yeah. And, you know, with the amount of money he's made, he can now get away with doing it. Yep, totally. That is the thing. Yeah. But it's a really weird... I do think, with the passage of time, like... Oh, say, for example, Tarantino does get to the point where he gets to make his ten films yep. and there is a complete filmography and we can take a step back. I think this one will be one of the ones that's the curveball. That's, that's the weird one you, you put in the marathon and people kind of go, OK, this is an interesting point in his career yes. and it'll be interesting to watch. I don't know that it'll get love. I can't imagine this having a legacy like Pulp Fiction did. Drawing a parallel then with time frame within which this film is set. Yes. If we call, and I'm not suggesting that we're looking at these and any parallels whatsoever before comments start coming flying back, but if we look at Tarantino's canon alongside, say, The Beatles... Yes. This is very much his white album. Right. Cool. Doesn't really need to exist. There's some good bits in there, but essentially it could be half the length and twice as good. Yeah. I, I think that's a good summary in general. Yeah. Yes. I was going to go with Led Zeppelin, but their double album's really good, so... Yeah. You know. So, but I, I think, yeah, so it looks lovely, it looks fantastic. I think possibly this is one of DiCaprio's finest performances. Oh, he's he's brilliant. Yeah. Brad Pitt, also brilliant. Can't fault him. Absolutely no yeah. perfect. And I have to say, I, I love her anyway, Margot Robbie. 
Yeah, oh, Margot Robbie, in so terms of how she performs, yeah. is brilliant. Exactly. In terms of what she's given to do, she's given now all, but she oh, does yeah. it brilliant. Yeah, exactly. She's got very little to work with, but she works with it very well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No. All three of them, terrific performers. Totally, totally. I do... I'd like to double-check whether... Sam was actually that the director was working at that time. I'm assuming he was. Oh yeah, I'm I think, assuming I'm he would have yeah, been. He was, and yeah. I'm pretty sure. I mean, they were the clips of the film. Yeah. That she was. That so must, I mean, that's, that's yeah. again is where the geekiness comes in and the indulgence and all this. And he just oh, wanted yeah. to put his favourite posters or his favourite poster styles on walls. He wanted to show you some of his favourite films. Yeah, there's all kinds of stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, and some of those driving scenes. That's either amazing CGI or he spent a lot of money shutting oh, no, down they freeways. Actually, they actually did shut it down and they actually did overhaul it. That's, oh, that's oh. probably why they didn't want to show it off because he went he went real. That wasn't CGI. My God, they must have locked up hot Los Angeles for a month. Pretty much, yeah. Or, or because done the, it yeah, times. the number of classic cars that were on show, it was oh, a yeah, thing of beauty. But, but again, this is this is my point. It's like going all out because you can, do, yeah. and it looks great and. Fair play to him. It looks fantastic. But yeah, there are sometimes when you're watching it and you just think, you like cars. I get it. Thank yeah. you. And feet. And feet. Yeah, I mean, that was. it got to the point where it's like, if you do the drinking game with it, you will get very drunk. If you do the drinking game with this, you're not making it to the end. No. Trust me. No. But I mean, Sean the Whibnail and I won. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I would say it's definitely up there. Um, the one thing I think does need highlighting is... You look at Pulp Fiction, you look at Jackie Brown, you look at Django Unchained, which I know he was basically an attempted remake of Blazing Saddles. <laughs> but you felt like he had a story to tell. Yes. Not necessarily something to say, per se, but there no. was a clear narrative arc. No, it was well, con- yeah, well constructed, beginning, middle and end. Yeah. It, yeah, like you say, even though they had indulgent moments, you knew where the ride was going, whereas this one... I'm not a hundred percent sure where the ride is. No, this is the thing. Cause I, mean, I, I kind of, I, I kind of sort of hazarded a guess at where we might be ending up. Yeah. Which I suspect you probably did as well. Yeah. Which I, I was an, kind of nervous. Yeah. To be which is not an unreasonable play, <laughs> jump to make, yeah. given what we already know about who's in the film. Yes. But I didn't understand how we were getting there, why we were getting there or what the point of about a third of the film was. Yeah, and, and it also means you get some very awkward tonal shifts as well. And you not, do, And totally. not in a cool way, in a, wait a minute, you've, you've kind of like gone from one bit in this scene to another bit, and then later on it completely goes in another direction I yeah. wasn't ready for. And to be honest, I think, even if, even if you are someone that can handle violence, even if you are someone that can go with that, be ready. Well, I say, don't be eating at that point. That's all I'll say. I won't disagree with that. I won't disagree with that at all. Because obviously it is an 18 certificate and that is even for then. bloody violence. And even with that caveat, I'm, yeah. I wouldn't consider myself squeamish. No, no. But I was squirming. And not yeah. just because my arse had gone to sleep. Yeah. I think I'm all the same here. Yeah. It's just, it, yeah, it's it, just it, it was another light level. Yeah, this is it. And this is the weird thing. Because that, interestingly, I felt was the point that the comedy got ratched up. Yeah, it was just very weird. I think deliberately to offset yeah, the two. But overall, for a Tarantino film, it was surprisingly light on laughs. 
Yeah, exactly. It was, it was kind of, yeah, like you said, it was very much the mood, it was very much a tone. Yeah. But yeah, it wasn't like you had a big setup. The dialogue wasn't that sharp. No. And it, and it didn't have to be, to be fair. Like, it, I wasn't expecting a zinger every minute, and that's fine. But then, but then, like, as I say, there were certain things that were set up where I didn't think the payoff was amazing for how they were setting it up. No. But, you know, I think, like I said, there's, there's plenty of good stuff in there, but it's really hard for me to say, this is the point, this is how I'd rate it. And it's also, I've got to say, I know it's made money, but I'm struggling to think who I'd recommend this to. That's I, the weird thing. I genuinely would not recommend it to someone who'd recently given up smoking. Yes, that I would definitely. I think if you've recently given up smoking, this is not the film for you because you're going to be coming out and buying a package straight away. Yeah, I mean, I, that's, yeah. I know they smoked a lot in the 60s. I know yeah, they we did. We get that. We get that, but we don't have to show it. I mean, I'm guessing DiCaprio smokes. He must, well, like he I said, must I, either that or, he's, or, you know, they were able to trick him very convincingly. Yeah, because. There wasn't a moment when him and Brad and a couple of other people yeah. didn't have, weren't smoking. There was a, it was a near concert. I was almost starting to cough just watching the smoke billow around the set. Yeah, and it's, and yeah, and again, it's like, again, it's, it's that thing of, yes, you're creating a movie. Yes, I get it. But enough now. You, you, you don't have to do it every time. No, no, just stub it out. I mean, I'm beginning to have a suspicion that the cigarette industry is actually infiltrating TV and yeah. film, and a lot of money is quietly coming in in the background because Netflix can't make a drama at the moment without someone smoking. What's well, well, this whole thing of you want to show something authentic? Yeah. And there is something about sort of having a character smoke where it's like, oh, this is definitely authentic because they're smoking, and it's like work a bit harder guys yeah this is it I mean I know they sort of started it up with Mad Men but it does seem to have gone completely to the point of if we're having a 70s or 80s thing now we're going to show it's the 70s or 80s because everyone will be smoking forever yeah it's like, it's like all you've got to do is show an ashtray and we get the point yeah you know, you don't, yeah. but of course they don't want to do that no no you've got to show the whole beautiful thing in action exactly ridiculous. Um, right so <laughs> obviously can't really talk much about the story because the story would give away spoilers. We can't really give away too much about other people's performances because that would give away spoilers. Um, the dog's good. Um, yeah, very good dog. Very good, very good dog. Indeed. Good dog. Uh, and I, I did worry, but everything was fine. Um, um, so, what? where would we go next? Who would you say was a standout performance? Yeah, well, I think, like, like we said, I would say DiCaprio and uh, Pitt both in terms of their own performances and yeah. their, their sort of buddy-buddy chemistry. Totally. 100% terrific. And, yep. like I say, various supporting people kind of pop up here and there and they do their bits very well. Yes. Um, like I say, Margot Robbie with the naffles she's given. She is very, very good with what, she got, what she's given to work with as she makes it her own very, very, yeah. very well. But you, you, and like I said, I mean, ultimately, I think, yeah, Performance-wise, there isn't really anyone I would say like you look at them and you think they're duff. There's no, there's no real bad performances. No, no, not at all. I don't think, I, I don't think you can have a go at the actors. But I would say, yeah, if you're looking for a structured story, if you're looking for a tight thriller, or you're not going <laughs> to, I'm going to make it clear, you're not going to get that. There. No, this, this is this is not the tight thriller you are looking for. No, and it's and it's not. Like I said, I think it's not going to be. I mean, I, okay, it might be harsh to call *Inglorious Bastards* or um, 
Daniel Chu crowd pleasers, but they're definitely more crowd pleasers than this one. Oh, without a doubt. But I, res I respect Tarantino for pushing the boundaries. I respect him for doing something different. I'm not so sure I like his approach of history is another toy I can play with. It's no, like, I no. Would, I, I would prefer it if you told stories and didn't meddle with something that doesn't require meddling with. Yes, I agree with that, absolutely. So he's kind of answers the question, would you recommend this film to other people or would you go and see it again? I don't think there's a need to see it again. No. I don't think you're going to find something you missed the first time. No, I mean, it's a, I think as an experience, I, I would definitely recommend giving it a go and seeing what you think. Yep, yep. It's, and again, it's like making the comparison to, say, not that I'm recommending a drug trip, but it's got that kind of... It has to have a weird trippy vibe yeah. to it. Yeah, exactly. without a doubt. Oh, no, it's a bit like when I went on the Helter Skelter in the Norwich Cathedral. You know, fun experience. <laughs> you enjoy it. You're, yes, I'm equating drugs with Helter Skelter at <laughs> Norwich Cathedral. That's how my mind works. But, um... It's, yeah. it's an interesting reference for the Beatles, the Helter Skelter, Charles Manson. It all kind of ties together. It's almost exactly. like we planned it. How the hell did we, yeah. do, hell did we do that? I do, but again... <laughs> If you're thinking, what are they on about and where is this going? That will be your experience watching the film. Yep. So you decide if you want that or not. So I can't even put a rating on this because I don't know. <laughs> oh, God. Got, he's going to leave it to me. He's uh, going to leave no, it to no, me. No, no. I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll put uh, three confused Christopher Walken faces out of five. <laughs> um, I, I would agree with that completely. I think it's... Three, three confused Walkens out of five is an absolutely reasonable. Um, well, it's been an absolute delight being spending time in your company. Another five hours gone. Um, <laughs> we shall hopefully do this again, Mr Turner. Thank you very much. I would absolutely love that. Thank Excellent. you very much. And uh, we shall speak to you again soon, chap. Thank you very much. Bye. Goodbye.